Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com careers. That's opcpest.com careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com careers. That's opcpest.com careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. Time now for Mortgage X's and O's, a winning playbook to get you home, right here on ESPN 680 and 105.7. Happy Sunday, Louisville, Kentucky. It's Jeff Tannapool. And Michael Shad. And you're listening to Mortgage X's and O's, the winning playbook to get you home. Here every Sunday from 9.30 to 10 to educate, entertain, and inform you all about the home buying process. Yeah, really, we come to you. Just want to make you a better buyer, seller, participant. Um, we're deep, deep deep into the first part of the year here in the fourth Dude, year we're in business. February. Yeah, I can't believe that, man. Month one of 2024 is in the book. It was bizarre, very bizarre. Yeah. Well, what about the week last week? Um, it was not too bad. Uh, you you are, uh, still uh, got your predictions. Uh, 100%. San, yeah, San Francisco's in the Super Bowl. Now, if Brock Purdy gets your MVP, bro, you get a check mark. Now, I'm going to tell you, um, we, <laughs> we started the show. I went back and listened to the show uh, this this past Sunday, and we talked about our, our picks, and we said we were going to come back and give the picks away, and we never did. So we're sorry out there, guys, for those of you that were waiting on mine and Mike's football picks, because if you paid <laughs> attention to us and you went on DraftKings, you won at least $4.62, right? I mean, ultimately. Possibly. <laughs> maybe. Because I was going to say – uh, 49ers for sure, because you know that's who I've got to pick the, to win it all. But I would probably have said Lamar over the Chiefs. Oh, um, man. So we wouldn't, have, we wouldn't have nailed that if we would have come back. I probably it. would have went with my Louisville heart and went with Lamar too. And, uh, you know, he just uh, – I think he gets so amped up. He, uh, he just puts too much pressure on himself to overperform. And he right. just doesn't get lost in the game. I think he just needs to get lost in the game and let it come to him. And then again, I want to say, you know, uh, that his play calling from the sidelines, why were they like one of the top five rushing teams? I think I don't know. Again, I don't follow that statistic to the core, but I think where they were one of the top rushing teams uh, in the NFL this year. And that seemed like they did not rush the ball hardly at all. No, they did not. Um, and in fact, they were talking about how the game plan was completely off of what Baltimore did every game this year. They averaged uh, 33 points. They ran the ball, I think, six times. So, I mean, I think if you look at that game, and, and I'm thinking, you know, Kansas City jumped out the lead, 
And you know when when you're a football match team playing behind yeah. and passing, but you know obviously that did not work I mean, out. But again, it, it it wasn't like it was a you know a thirty five to thirty one game. This was a pretty low scoring game. You didn't have to go to the air and try to you know go ahead and you know make a big comeback. You know it was a one score game almost the whole game. Right, exactly. Well, I tell you what. So that we'll we'll uh, dedicate the next show probably to talking about who's going to win the Super Bowl. We got yeah. a couple of weeks from now. What we want to get into is our great guest that has come down here this Sunday morning to spend time with us, uh, realtor extraordinaire. Her name is Jen Fuchs, and Jen, welcome to the studio. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Thank you for getting up and coming down and meeting with me and Mike this early Sunday morning. It's a uh, it's a uh, sometimes hard to get up after Saturday night, but. The, we have some loyal listeners listening and just want to hear what you got to say today. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. It's so totally you, worth it. So as you know, you know, you've listened to the show before. We like to let our audience get to know you. So we want to start with the story of Jen. So we're going to give you the floor and just tell us, you know, where'd you grow up? How'd you get to Louisville if you're not from here? And then talk about where you went to school. And then when you get done with that, Mike and I will find some neat things for us to talk about. And then eventually we're going to talk about, you know, what you do in real estate and some of your thoughts on the market. And then, and, uh, but let's start with the story of Jen. So the floor is yours. Awesome. Okay. So Jen Fuchs, born and raised right here in Louisville, love Louisville with all my heart. Um, that's one of the things I actually love about real estate is helping people from out of state, but we can get to that later um but anyway grew up in j-town my whole life i still live in j-town okay. uh growing up my friends in high school called me j-town jen <laughs> i was the only one that lived out there 40299 that's Go right chargers. baby <laughs> well actually i no they are okay. still the chargers but okay. everybody in my family graduated from j-town high school except for me i graduated from assumption high school uh, um i had pocket. some interesting early experiences in school and so my mom uh, took me out of jcps and put me in private school with the kids down the street so okay. i went to saint martha okay um, graduated eighth grade saint martha and then went on to assumption so, so i went to myers middle school which was my right sister went there did she what year did she get uh, well she graduated high school in 92 okay so she was four years younger than me i was eight okay. in high school but myers middle school which is no longer Myers Middle School. Yeah, it's it's now a uh, school for Eng uh, English as a second language. Yes, from, Newcomer like, Academy. Newcomer, and I got a chance to go there. I hadn't been there since June second, nineteen eighty four, when I graduated wow. eighth grade. And I was, and then um, one of our loan officers, Jerry Mays, a retired school administrator, he got me a tour of Newcomer, and I went in there, and I was like, it was like I had never left it. Right, you, you went know, in I mean, a time I mean, capsule. That's now, what everybody actually, says when they know, go back. You know, it was different. It had carpet, and there were yeah. few things, but still. Like the memories of the last time I walked out of there at 13 years old just came storming back at 52. <laughs> and I was like, goodness, good, goodness. Yeah, the school building definitely will have an impact on you for sure. You but walk when, in, you smell the smell, yes, you remember yes. the times. <laughs> but I remember, you know, St. Martha is on that. Yeah, it's the, the neighbor. It's the right. So to, we would go and play um, on the playground in the elementary part of St. Martha. And you would see Myers Middle School and the scary middle school kids. You know, back there, and here we were in third grade. You know, it was like, don't go up to the fence. Don't, don't talk to the eighth graders. <laughs> well, I'm going to tell you this. So I want to give a shout out to my eighth grade art teacher, Truman Williamson. And he might be listening in because he and I are friends on social Aww, media. And uh, and he was, uh, what he did, his claim to fame, he made these kites that were like, like real life size. And so before I got there, they had successfully run a couple, but the one kite they built, they built out of like PVC pipe and, and like uh, garbage bags or whatever they were using. And it was a, a replica of the Wilbur, Wilbur and Orville Wright Kitty Hawk plane. Oh, very cool. 
And now this, if you remember, Southeast Christian Church's first location that was in the East End right was actually, which is Canaan Baptist Church yep. now, I think, yep. but it's right sharing a field with Myers Middle School. So it was already, you know, it was a nice place to be, but the the news showed up, the media showed up, and I feel bad for those eighth graders. I was only in seventh grade. They they tried to launch that thing, and it, 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 it went <laughs> up for about... <laughs> a four count maybe and then hit the ground but you was know it not a windy enough day to no catch i don't really know i mean this thing was huge and it, it would have been a feat in and of itself but you know i applaud him for trying but mr williamson had you he got you to believe in mm-hmm. whatever it was and have a have a vision of it and i and i remember uh, having him in eighth grade he was my eighth grade homeroom teacher had him for art and shout out mr williamson you're a great man you you, you impacted a lot of lives we appreciate you but anyway, Jen, back back sorry, yeah. back to you, Assumption High School. And then, you know, Mike's Mike has a question for you. I know he's been dying to ask it of you. Yeah, I gotta give our ESPN disclaimer in. Was there any sports prowess growing up? Well, I'm embarrassed to share. Um, but I actually did play basketball All in right. fifth grade. And I was on the C team and there was an A team, a, and B, a B team, team. Mm. and a C team. So that should tell you right there. But my proudest moment in my sports history was when I had to leave the game and go to the hospital because they thought that I had a broken finger. Turned out it was just jammed, but it was the only time I ever got aggressive on the court and had to go to the hospital. So, yeah, that is my sports history. That is the long and short of it. Fifth grade. Fifth grade. I'm never going to try to steal a ball again. I don't recall (laughs) if I ever even made a basket, but I do know that the position I played was forward. Couldn't tell you what a forward does, um, probably while I was on the C team. And you were done after that? Like you never played again? Yeah, it just really, sports was just never really my thing. Um, Academics, you know, that was always my thing. And, you know, I had a lot of friends and, you know, I did Girl Scout camp every summer, you know, sailing out on the out on the river, Kentucky River, you know. So that was kind of more what I was into. But yeah, I tried my hand at basketball. You don't want to hear Jeff's uh, comments about being outdoors. You know, he, he'd rather just be sitting up, uh, you know, about ten stories up on the balcony looking over the outdoors. I've never been an outdoor guy. <laughs> I, well, I, let I me. Mike, my definition of outdoor is a four or five star hotel overlooking the outdoors. You know, there's with a place room for that too. And cable and satellite and streaming and all that stuff. I don't want to misrepresent myself. I would not consider myself to be outdoorsy. But growing up, I did spend a lot of outside riding bikes in the neighborhood with the you know the friends oh, and all that but so. i have a reason though like i was attacked by a goose oh remember mike i mean yeah the, the <laughs> that is the- my worst nightmare everyone listening that knows me knows i have a bird phobia so please tell this i'm right. no i'm dying inside. all right let me set the tone for you 1981 you know it was it was a tough time back then you know there wasn't there wasn't a lot of money especially for my family and we didn't take many vacations so i got invited to a weekend at kings island and a weekend of camping at the koa campground in northern kentucky by by family so it wasn't even my family uh so i went and we stayed in one of those pop-up campers you know that attached to the back of the station wagon and that was really neat i thought okay this is pretty cool and there's these geese, you know, that are hanging out by the lake near it. And I don't know what I did. Maybe I threw bread at it or something. But this thing came at me, and its neck went up like real high. And we were eye to eye. And this was this was an Aflac bird. He was coming <laughs> at me, and I screamed. And I and I was away from everybody, and and I screamed. And I think they said. They thought a 13-year-old girl from the skating rink was getting murdered. It's what, what it sounded like. It was a shrill. Like, 
you know, and they came over and I'm in shock, you know, I'm pale and I'm a dark complected, you know, anyway, cause my dad's from Thailand, but my lips were white and I was pale and like, I didn't recover from that. And so like I stayed in the camper and then ended up finally, we went to Kings Island, but I was petrified. Yeah, and so I never, I never went out again. <laughs> I think, I think we did one more time. We went to rough river one time and there were geese there and I refused to like get out of wherever I was just because that, that was is, traumatizing. It's like, terrifying. I'm in a fetal position now. I can I take on. it back to that. No, I mean, no, I know I what that goose wanted with me, but you know, he, 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 he was out. talking business. He was coming for something. <laughs> That is right, definitely sorry. my no. That <laughs> is my worst nightmare. Yes. So, I right, experienced so, it. So, what did you do after high school? So, graduated from Assumption in two thousand two. Go Rockets! Had a great experience. Had really awesome teachers. Um, pretty much ever since I was a kid, I always wanted to be a teacher. Mm-hmm. So, I went to college. Went to Transylvania University in Lexington. Great school. Um, had a great experience there. Uh, majored in history and French. Don't ask me to speak French, though, because no. I haven't spoken since 2005, so I won't embarrass myself. Can you say a Here. Coke and a sandwich, please? I'd rather not. Un Coca-Cola and a sandwich, s'il vous plaît. How's that sound? Sounds wonderful. Better than I could do. It's It's been a very long time since I could I've still spoken. do the book. French for mastery. Salut les amis. Okay. So you took French too. I, took, I, I almost minored in French. Okay. But I haven't well, had French in like 30 some years. Because I played football at center and in okay. order to get your oh, final my minor, rival. you would have, you had to do a a, a a study abroad. Okay. And I did not, it was football season yeah, my junior year and I didn't, I played yeah. football so I didn't want to go and so I ended up just falling short of that. Well, that's funny. Study abroad kind of derailed me a little bit too. I wanted to study abroad. Um, and I really couldn't do like getting my teaching certification and study abroad. Mm-hmm. Um, but I knew I wanted to teach high school history. That was pretty much always, you know, what I wanted to do. Um, why so his, I, why history? Uh, my dad was a big history buff. And so just growing up, um, Love that. we were yeah. always talking about history, you know, having those kind of conversations. He was always watching History Channel. And that was before it was like alien oh, history yeah. channel Before that was that, like yeah. the legitimate history channel um and then also <laughs> i have to like one tenth of the programming now exactly <laughs> it was like legit you know back then but um and i also have to shout out one of my teachers barbara gordon um that i had at assumption high school she was just a phenomenal storyteller um and it really got me kind of hooked onto history and just kind of wanted to pass that along to you know young people and share in that you know so anyway Majored in history and French, did a study abroad in Paris um, for six months. Greatest experience of my life. I bet. It was amazing. I would do it again a hundred times. Did you try to speak French with them when you were there? Oh, absolutely. I was fluent by the time I came home. They're really belligerent. The French are really belligerent if you don't try to speak the language. But if you do try to speak it, they will basically like... um, be be um not impressed but they're they, they'll treat you better than if yeah. you don't try to speak their language even if you butcher it yeah because like imagine we're from kentucky we're oh from, yeah we sound <laughs> exactly exactly I mean, it's like a special yeah. special uh, yes, breed of yes, english yes. speakers speaking french um well my whole purpose for being there was the language you know mm-hmm. because it was part of my college you know coursework yeah so I definitely went there with that mindset. Um, I was very nervous. I won't lie. When I first got there, I am the type of person like I just kind of jump off the cliff and then I start asking questions. Okay. Um, which, Ready, shoot, aim. Exactly. Okay. No, that's good. So that's good. I just, like that. for whatever reason, had in my head, like, I'm not going to live with a family. You know, that's not me. Like, I'm going to have my own place and I'm going to do my own thing. Yeah. 
So, exactly. So I got there and I had like no training wheels um, at all. So I had to like get in the newspaper and look at classified ads and find an apartment, which was terrifying Wow! um, in a different language. So I very quickly hooked up with these two other girls, Laura and Caroline, who are awesome. They went to Princeton. Shout out Laura and Caroline from Princeton. Yeah, they they were amazing. No, um, Laura lives in New York now and I think Caroline's still living in Massachusetts um, outside Boston. But anyway, they were very helpful. Laura was like a language aficionado, so she really helped with that. But we found this teeny tiny little apartment together. It was like a loft apartment. We had three girls living in it. It was amazing. Wait, so where'd you meet them? When I got there. So you just met these Yeah, they were in my program. So like when you get there for that program, they put you in, well, okay, I thought it was a hotel. (laughs) So like I didn't bring any towels. Oh, no. Because- yeah. A hotel has towels. Right, yeah. You it was know. not a hotel. It was a hostel. Oh, yeah, yeah. There are no towels yeah. in a hostel. So my very stuff. first yeah. moment in the country, I was like, if I'm going to take a shower, I need a towel. Yeah. Like, what am I doing? So I met them there, and we just kind of it off immediately, and we were like, let's live together. And like, let me say this. Away. Probably back then, and maybe now, there's not a Target or a Walmart no. for you to go get a towel. No, I mean, like I yeah. did not know. And also, side note, it was actually my 21st birthday oh my um, when I yeah. landed. So that was really exciting, too. But then it was like, it doesn't even matter that you're 21, you're in Europe. You know, yeah, so yeah, you could drink what different? 14. Yeah, like. Long, I think as long as you're tall enough, which is kind of just uh, looking at it from my perspective. Yeah, I, Mike. They'd be like, <laughs> you, you, you're right. You reach the yeah. bar, you they're can't like, have no drink. Yeah, like, Mike, it don't matter. Mike's 50. Like, no, sorry, man, you can't get no drink. <laughs> <laughs> that is not right. That, no, you would have. All right, let's move off that because I, I know I don't want to talk about Mike's height. That's he's sensitive know, about very, that. Yeah, so, so you meet the. Well, first off, I thought you were going to say you randomly met these girls. I was going to be uber impressed. Yeah. But I'm already uber yeah. impressed that they didn't. Like, have, have you seen Taken? They, they didn't have, they didn't <laughs> well, have that's an apartment for these people. I mean, they had to like look them up and. Yeah, we had I, to make I calls. If there was like somebody though watching y'all, kind of like making sure that if you completely went off the rails, you wouldn't end up homeless. You yeah, I mean? like I don't. Awful. I mean, I don't know what would have happened if we couldn't have found an apartment. They yeah. were like, "You've got this hostel for two weeks, and then yeah. that's then it. Then you're on your so own." So yeah, that's insane. We were like pounding the pavement, yeah. you know, trying to find the place. But anyway, so yeah, that was that, and it was six months. It was great. You know, spoke the language all the time. Had you know family come visit me friends um got to go to london my college roommate from back here she was actually studying abroad in london at the time okay so for spring break i went to london and then together we went to barcelona nice so that was really cool just a good experience i love to travel i think that's the history and social have you ever been back since then i have not okay and i'm dying to go yeah yeah europe is definitely on the bucket list Mm -hmm. i want to do i want to get that spot where i can do like at least two if not like three weeks yeah oh yeah you know, three, like you said, three days in Paris, three days yep. in Rome, three days, just kind of go all the way up the coast. And, you know, um, I know my, my cousin, you know, can give me experience in that because they just did it a few years ago. Oh, cool. So, yeah. yeah, it's always good to have somebody that can kind of show you the ropes on something like that. Yeah, and, so his, and, his, and his, you've got a harm's way. Yeah, yeah, and his wife is one of those research, research, uh-huh. research, probably for like two years before they even did it. So she knew where they were staying and you know kind of like here's the full itinerary we're ready to go yeah so. that's pretty wild man that's so good well so then all right you study abroad you come back home you graduate and mm-hmm. then and then what happens um i got a job working as an instructional assistant at wilt elementary okay. um, my mom was the attendance clerk there and had become really good friends 
Um, and now they're like family with the principal. She's no longer the principal there. She's retired and all that. But anyway, got hired there as an instructional assistant, enrolled in Bellarmine okay. um, for my MAT, Master of Arts in Teaching, okay. and did that program, got my teaching certification, and then got the call. My a student taught at Fern Creek High School. Yeah, go Fern. You know, I'm a Fern Creeker. Are you? you know, oh, my gosh. Creek those Creekers are crazy. <laughs> yes, like, Fern you Creek. all are some Can't crazy. stop a Creek on a rise. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. at night. Creek comes out at night. The creek <laughs> comes out at night. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, sorry. I, I just I had to lash out there for a minute. I love it. Okay, I love so the pride. You... <laughs> Fern Creek pride. I love so, it. Uh, all right. So listen, I, I don't want to hog all the time, but we always run out of time before we run out of stuff to talk about. But here's a question. Um, so at this point in life, it looks like you're a teacher. How on earth did you get into real estate? Because that that's what you do now. Yeah. She's uh, Jen is a full-time realtor at REMAX Premier Properties, right? And so I, I just, let's bridge the gap there. I, yeah. hate, I hate to leave any part no, of that. No, that's behind, fine. But then how on earth did you get to be Yeah, a, a that's a realtor? really good question yeah. that yeah. I don't even know that I can answer it completely. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> okay. um, so my dad was like a, he, so he was a pipe fitter out of Ford. Okay. Um, but he always had like a business mindset. He went back to school in the 90s. Got his degree in business, um, opened up a failed um, business. I won't go into the details on that, but it was a pretty bad situation. Took a shot. He took but, a shot. Yeah, but yeah. but that's the type of person that he was. Yeah. So, applaud him, uh, pl- him for taking a shot. Yeah, you fell You forward. miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Exactly. All right. And so that was always a big influence on me. There was always like a part of me that was like, I want to do something independent. You know, like, I want to be my own woman. I, you know, I don't necessarily want to, like, answer to a boss um, and all of that. So I spent 14 years in education, um, climbed the ladder, became an assistant principal, which was the last role that I had um, before I left. And it Where was at? kind of Seneca High School. At Seneca? Yeah, love my people at Seneca. Go Red Hawks. Go Red Hawks, yep. Um, and it just. Formerly known as the Redskins. Correct, I, but I, I won't speak. No, no, I don't, <laughs> I don't think we're allowed to. Correct. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I just, it was kind of like one of those moments where I was 14 and a half years in and it was like now or never, like either you're going to, you know, put your money where your mouth is or you're going to ride it out. And I decided to bet on myself. So here we are. Um, my friend Courtney, we had taught together, Courtney McDonald. She's also a JT Pitts and Associates. Okay. Um, Remax Premier Properties. She had left education and went into real estate three years prior. So right before spring break um, of 2023, I went out to lunch with her. I had been thinking about it and mulling it over longer than anybody else knew. Um, That wasn't something that I was public about. Um, But I went out to lunch with her right before spring break, picked her brain, you know, was like, I'm really thinking about doing this. Like, tell me everything. And I was really excited about it. It was something I hadn't felt like a passion like that in a really long time. So I signed up for my real estate classes. which we know schooling is no problem for you. Right. It was, you know, it actually took me longer than what I thought, but it was the demands of the assistant principal job. I mean, that job, like, I just oh, cannot, like, much love to all school leaders. Like, that is such a difficult position. Um, but anyway, so I finished. I took my test in June. License came in on July 12th, and here we are. So what, so what year, what year was that? 2023. Just, just yeah. I'm a okay. baby real estate okay. agent. Wow. Well, yeah. wow. I, I, that's, that's a part of your bio. I was looking at your bio and I missed that part. So you're almost a year in, right? I'm about six months, six in. months. Yeah. In. Or you will be by June. Yeah. Okay. Still, still feel good with your decision. Yeah. I have no regrets. Okay. Like I'm loving it. Um, surprisingly, 
the skills that you have as a teacher to be an effective teacher, it really translates well sure, into real yeah, estate. I bet. And I've really discovered that I do have a passion for helping first-time home buyers. Um, a lot of my former students are, you know, of that age. And I just, a lot of people, like, they don't have a history of home ownership in their family. They don't, you know, really know what it's about. They don't know where to start. So I love working with first-time home so buyers. compelled and, to educate those yeah, folks on what they need to do in their steps. Exactly. It's a way to give back. You know, it, it gives me the same warm fuzzies that teaching gave mm-hmm. me. And so surprisingly, there are I mean, I is now as your mentor is Jay Pitch your mentor? Absolutely, yeah, he's great. He's been around a long time. Yeah, so he's good people. So I'm not sure yeah. that I would be doing this yeah. if it wasn't for Jay Pitch. Yeah. Um, you know what I would tell anybody that's considering such a seismic career change, if real estate is something that you're thinking about getting into, it can be really awesome and rewarding. But you have to find a good fit with your broker. Yeah. Um, somebody that's going to mentor you, that's going to take the time to educate you. And that is something that I love about Remax Premier Properties. And I'm on Jay's team, but I'm also obviously in his brokerage. So there are right. people in the brokerage that are not on our team. Oh, yeah. But yeah, there are Tracy so French many. And Scott Radcliffe and Matt Hoagland, all of them are great. Yeah, all very successful agents. And they and have Caitlin teams. Yeah, yep, she's yep. on uh, Scott's team. Yep. 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 And, you know, we just have so many opportunities for learning. You know, professional development. We have sessions. Jay brings people from the outside in to talk about different topics in real estate. We have meetings every Monday where we share with each other. We've got roundtable on Fridays where people bring their problems that they're encountering and, you know, different transactions or issues that they're facing with their clients. And you can just learn from what everybody else is doing. So I feel like that has taken my knowledge as a new agent and just exponentially, you know, helped me grow very quickly. Mm. That's so good. That's yeah. so good. So what, what do, are you getting business? Do you have some business already lined up? Are you still prospecting? How's that? Going? Oh, I'm prospecting okay. like a okay. mad woman. Um, but yes, I, that is also the benefit of being on a good, strong, solid team. You know, we're mm-hmm. really lucky to have Jay. Yeah. Jay provides us with everything that we need to be successful. Um, you know, it's, it's really true. People said it to me. If you're on Jay's team and you're not successful, you're not doing what you need to do. <laughs> that's, like that's yeah. what it is. That's on you. It's so look right. in the mirror. Yeah. yeah. So um, my goal. So July 12th is when my uh, license came in. My goal was to close seven okay. by the end of the year. Um, Luke, who's my pod leader, shout out Luke Andrews. Yeah, Luke. Shout was, out Luke. <laughs> he was like, if you could do four to five, that would be good. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I want to do seven. And so <laughs> I was so disappointed, but it was okay. I actually closed six before the end of the year, and then I had one that pushed into January. That's still, I so, mean, for a brand new agent. Yeah. I mean, listen to this. So you're you're coming into the market. When you came in, mortgage rates had gone to the highest they'd been in 40 years. And let me tell you, yeah. that was a struggle, and I have nothing to compare it to. You know, which can be a benefit, I think. I didn't know any different. Well, you're a, 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 a perfect example of we've been trying to preach to everybody, don't get affected by market yeah. conditions. Yeah. People are going to buy when they need to buy, regardless mm-hmm. of what the interest rates are. I mean, real estate does ne- never, never comes to a halt. Right. A standstill. Right. Has, even when rates It's are motivated by big life yeah. changes yeah. and decisions that people have to make when yeah. they have to make them. You know, and I mean, that's what it is. So, yeah, I've, you know, I don't have anything to compare it to, but I feel like I've been successful, you know, especially given the circumstances of the market. I'm looking forward to the predictions, you know, that we're seeing. And I can already see, even with the rates dropping 
how they have, you know, the leads are coming in, people are, you know, the market's heating up, people are interested, people are wanting to get out there, look at things. So I'm excited. We've been speaking over the last couple of weeks is we've probably doubled our applications from December to January. Yeah. Um, so what we had in December is now doubled in January just because of the, you know, the rate, you know, drop and then they get through the holidays. I mean, like, yeah, yep. we, well, we have a deal. I have a deal I worked on this week and the borrower, um, we did her financing uh, back in 2020 in the pandemic when the rates were really low. She was at 3%. We're, we're, I just pre-approved her where it's a little bit over six. And now, though, she's putting the extra $100,000 she's made since her house went up and the house payment's virtually the same. Yeah. Because the whole time she was worried about giving up that interest rate, but because she was able to have her house price hold and she could put more money down, it's payment to payment. Yeah. You know, one side or the other. So, you know, you, if you're sitting out there and you're sitting on the fence and thinking, I don't want to sell, rates are too high, you ought to have somebody take a look at it at a bare minimum. Because 100%. I'll tell you this, there are a lot of people out there listening in that don't want to admit it, but you did not get the house you wanted during the pandemic. And the right. reason you didn't is because you, it was so competitive, you had to offer over list price, you had to waive everything, and there weren't enough houses, so you bought anyway and you've been trying to love it, and it's driving you crazy, and you won't give it up because you think you're your interest rates too low well let me tell you folks that you, you might as well have happiness mm-hmm. sell get, your home and, and guess what if you wait for them to drop another percentage point you're going to be in that same boat yeah. where you're going to settle because you're fighting for every tooth and nail because everybody's going to come off the fence so i tell you what so we'll stop preaching because we want to give jen the last <laughs> couple minutes right now tell people how they can become a customer of yours we got two yeah. minutes left in the show we want to dedicate that to you and your business awesome well i really appreciate that mm-hmm. So there's a lot of ways to get in touch with me. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at Jen with one N. So J-E-N at Jen sells the 502. Mm. Got that 502 pride. <laughs> my email is Jen F at pitsteam.com. And my cell is 502-435-2320. I am a 24-7 worker bee so don't hesitate to reach out to me if you have any questions or would like some more information and of course you can find me at any of the remax premier properties just google remax premier properties and you'll find me you'll find me there so let me let me just repeat that in the last minute or so so we got jen fuchs it's spelled f-u-c-h-s so so don't be dirty out there y'all <laughs> jen fuchs. Uh, phone number is 502-435-2320 on instagram she's at jen sale sells the 502 at jen sells the 502 her email address is jen f at pittsteam.com and she would love to work with you mike and i highly endorse it. what a great story you've you got you. a great spirit warm heart coming through i can tell you have a spirit of service and you're an educator and I think that's important. You know, it's your most important decision you're going to make in your life, folks. Um, you know, financially, you need a professional. So this has been Mortgage X's and O's, the winning playbook to get you home. We're here every Sunday from 930 to 10 on ESPN 680 AM, 105.7 FM. You need to stick around after the break because who's coming up, Mike? We got Phil and Nick with the Sunday morning hangover the t- from 10 AM to 12 PM, the seventh rated local sports talk show Help make them number six. Let's get them number five. So that's uh, Nick Curran, Phil Baker, Zachy C's in the house. So listen into those guys are great. We'll be back next Sunday with a wonderful guest. Be blessed, everyone. Taking care of your family isn't always easy, so we make sure getting care when you need it is. With Baptist Health Urgent and Virtual Care, we bring you more options and greater convenience too. 
with video visits available 24-7 and online check-in through MyChart for in-person visits. To check in online or to set up a video visit, go to baptisthealth.com slash care anywhere. time to replace your heating and air system, we know people want options. That's why you'll always get a free second opinion with BJ Heating and Cooling. Plus, for a limited time, get 0% financing for 60 months on a new Bryant system. Call the experts you can trust at BJ Heating and Cooling. 